Hey there, welcome back to this week's show, Beyond the Front Page with the East Aurora Advertiser. I'm Chris. I'm Shelly. And I'm Adam. Thanks again for listening. I just want to remind our listeners out there, if you are someone who records your own music or you're part of a band, you're an artist on your own and you have original music, uh, we would love to share it with our listeners. We can include it on this, this podcast show we do each week. And we're looking for a local acts. Feel free to contact us. You can reach us at our email address. That's eanews at easteraurany.com. Or you may call 716-324-1816. Okay, so let's move on with the show. What do we got for us this weekend? I'm going to be talking about editorials and their place in the paper. And I wanted to talk about some of the columnists. The columnists in our paper? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we have a lot of good columnists. You know, there are more writers than just you and I, and there's a lot of good content in those columns. I do agree. Why don't we jump right into that? That well, sounds like a fun topic. What will you be talking about, I Adam? Know. What are you talking about, Adam? I'll be figuring out. As the show <laughs> okay, don't worry about it. Um, it's something with production, I think, of the paper, uh, how we do it. You know, columnists, though. Yes, columnists. columnists. So this is something that I've wanted to share with you guys, actually, for a while, but I was saving it for the podcast because I do enjoy reading our columnists. And I, unlike the both of you, you both read every single word in the paper. You know, you read everything because you're the editor, and Chris is reading everything to prove it. Wait, do you really read every word in the paper, Chris? I do read every word in the paper. Oh, you're doing better than I do. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That explains a lot of the the copy editing I have to do. That's why I rely on Chris, but continue, Shelley. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, so one of the first things I do when I come in on a Tuesday is I check the file, and I read what other people have submitted with some of the columnists. You know, I like to check out Rick's column. I like to check out Matt Bindig's column. I like to check out um, Tim's column, and also I like Forrest Fisher's column, even though it's about things that I don't necessarily partake in, such as fishing and hunting. There's still a lot of useful information. And he had done a column back in December that talked about gifts to get the people who are in uh, your life who like the outdoors. And I will tell you that this product really worked. So this is, here it is. <laughs> she brought it in. The lantern that repels mosquitoes. Yes, but the lantern part is not necessarily that important. We just got the one that also lights up. But what it does is it really does repel mosquitoes and naturally. So you don't have to spray anything on you. You don't have to spray your yard. Well, I don't know why you're laughing. How, this is a great product. How hard is it? I, I, I never, we are I not never, getting any money. I never thought our show would be product placement, but uh, this For is me fun. marketing this because how other far, people might want to know. How many do you have for your yard? I just have one and it covers about a 15 foot radius. So, like, if we're eating at the table, we just have it sitting on the table, and then the bugs aren't bothering us. Um, If we move over to the hot tub, we just bring it with us, and for the most part, we stay mosquito-free. It's great. Oh, my gosh. I just went and bought probably six citronella candles, and they they work okay. Right. But not that great. So, I think I may have to get one of those myself. Yeah, I really do recommend it. This is made by... Thermocell. Um, we got it at, oh gosh, where did we get it? We got it at that outdoor store in Chictawaga. Bella's? Cabela's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, is that what it's called? <laughs> the mm-hmm. largest okay. store, you know, outdoor <laughs> store in the area. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what was well, that store? I, I have not been there for anything else but this. And we'll turn it on. So, okay, so turning it on. Bzzz. No, 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 no. There's no. all these flies around. So, us. what you have to do is it'll say up at the top, it's got the on and the start. You click it onto on for about five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. And then you click it onto start, and it, it lights. A, there's a butane um, cartridge in here, and it lights, 
And then this little piece on top of the lantern is contains the chemical that actually repels then the mosquitoes. But you can't smell it. That's really cool. Yeah. It looks cool, too. I like that. Yeah. And it, it really does work. So last year, I wanted to look for an alternative last year, mm-hmm. which I didn't like, but because two years ago the mosquitoes were so bad in the backyard that sometimes it was just hard to enjoy the backyard. So we did spray every two weeks last year, which I I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. And I wanted an alternative. So I'm so happy that I found this. So you found some value in having our columnists in the paper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I I love reading all the different columnists. And not to, you know, stick with Forrest Fisher, but that's how I got my son to the um, Fish and Game Club for their, their shooting safety course. Yeah. Which he loved. And both the boys are going to do it again this year. Shelly, so you used to be a big reader of the paper before you were at the paper. Who were some columnists you read at the time? Oh, Libby was probably my favorite. <laughs> that she, Her column was the one that made me want to write for the paper. Oh, I should love to hear that. Yeah, and I've told her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, so each week what do you look forward to in the paper as far as our columnists? I, excuse me, I love reading Rick's columns, and I like, um, was it Matt Bendig? Love his columns. Um, Those are the two I always look forward to the most. It's interesting because some of these have, uh, I mean, some of the people I think just approached us about an interest in writing. Um, Matt came to me and was interested in writing for us. And I said, okay, let's see how you can do. Shelly is pointing at herself as because I now recall that she actually <laughs> talked to Matt and got him interested. And so kudos to Shelly and Matt. Uh, someone like Tim Redmond, who writes, he does an every other week column. Very philosophical kind of things. He's always kind of looking at deeper Yeah, yeah, topics. I like his work. I like his work. Yeah, and so he had approached and he was interested in writing, and that was when I first started to take over as editor. One I, I've enjoyed lately is, uh, it's monthly, it's off for the summer actually, is Judy Gear. She does the book department. Yeah. Um, that's kind of neat. Just I, the whole pr- goal was to focus somewhat local if she can and tie it into current topics. And I thought she's done a great job with that. It's really so unique and it's so different than so many other community papers. I yeah. think that we really have something in there for everybody. Not that you have to agree with everything, which brings <sighs> us to the editorial page because recently we had an editorial that kind of it hit, stirred hit up a lot nerves. of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the editorials, I mean, there are times that even I don't agree with them. There's quite a few times I don't agree with them. Can we kind of go over what this editorial was about again? So Here. yes, last week's editorial, The World Didn't End Yesterday. It did kind of touch a nerve because it seemed like it was saying, it's no big deal. What's going on right now? It'll pass. Right. With some of Trump's policies. Yes. Yes. And I just, I I didn't agree with it. It actually angered me. Hmm. And I would like to see what other people think about it as well. I hope we do get letters to the editor. I know we did get two this week. Mm -hmm. You know. I'd like to see the other side of the story come from our readers. Right. What do they think? What you know? Respond to the editorials, whether you agree with them, whether you don't. I would like a little back and forth on the opinions page. Could you see his point of view at all? No. No, I, I could not. It, it seemed like it was um, just sit back, relax. It'll take care of itself. I mean, people need to do something. You can't just sit there and wait for things to be done. And to say that, you know, just do what Jimmy Griffith Griffith, Griffin, <laughs> said, you know, get a six-pack, it'll be fine. It won't. People need to do something. And I, I just, I really did not like this editorial. And Adam, how about you? When you first read it, did it draw a strong reaction from you as well? Uh, I, I definitely was, I had some 
thoughts and feelings on it. Uh, maybe not a strong reaction. I guess just for our listeners out there, many of the editorials are written by our publisher, uh, Grant Hamilton. Um, you do, I do contribute occasionally, and so will Shelley. But we often sign ours. Just that's kind of how we've been doing things. So that's been the general process. It's not because there can be some confusion, right? I mean, it's it's usually. Headline. It's usually editor. larger. Right. It's called the editorial. And uh, and uh, for right reasons, I think people think it's written by the edit- editor. Mm-hmm. Strong feelings on it. Uh, this one, I I kind of was getting where he was going with it, but there were times when I did. I didn't like the idea of just sitting back for either side, whether you are opposed to it or against it. And that's always been something I've pushed in the paper when I have written an opinion piece. I always want to hear people getting up and doing something. I want them going to a meeting. I want them writing to the paper. I want them being volunteers in the community. So, uh, you know, I love a good six-pack. I will be more than happy to <laughs> sit back, relax sometimes. You read the news. So I'm not against drinking. <laughs> but I, do, I don't I do like the idea of just saying kind of, you know, relax, things will be fine, because I think that's how you can get into predicaments, and that's a struggle we always are going to face. I mean, say elections are coming up, and things are going to get ugly, and deal with it. I don't I don't know. It just it didn't it didn't sit well with me. And again, it, sometimes there are editorials I do agree with. This one in particular, not so much. Did you uh you know, you're always free and we do have uh, one of our staff members, Sean Cunningham, he wrote a letter to the editor mm-hmm. and I think that's something that's been great in our newspaper in general is um there's been very much, you know, from the publisher down an open dialogue as far as viewpoints. So there are people here who have feel one way and people who feel another. I'm just curious, Chris, did you think about drafting a letter to the editor as Sean did? I did, but I usually think about it when I'm angry. (laughs) 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 And then I say things I I probably shouldn't say, and then by the time I calm down, I don't do it. But sometimes that's a good practice just to write everything down right away because Mm -hmm. then you can go back to it in a few hours. Well, that's right. When I was um, thinking of what I wanted to do for the podcast, I was typing really hard on all my ideas, and I was like, oh, I'm definitely talking about the editorials, because it does bother me sometimes when it feels like that's the voice of the paper, when it's the voice of one person in the paper and not the entire paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and when I hear you say, Chris, like you were typing it out, your frustration, you got out your anger, and then all of a sudden you kind of paused and rethought it. And I think that's a key point of what I like about our editorial and opinion page. If you go online and on Facebook or other places, it's very easy. Once you type in hit enter, it's out there. It's harder to take it back. Mm -hmm. For people to sit down, type out a letter to us, and maybe they hit send, there's still a moment where it's not out in the paper, it's not published, I'm going to read it. Most of the time I just say thank you. Um, I don't want people to think I'm feeling a certain way about their editorial or letter. I want them to feel comfortable writing it without any sort of negative feedback. But I like that idea about the newspaper, and it's an old-style thing of it, it takes that, you want that frustration, you want that anger, because that'll get you to do something, but you do want to temper that in some situations where maybe after you have a moment, you can sit back and go, oh, actually, I can kind of see a few. And I think that's what happened when I read this editorial, too. I was probably frustrated a little bit, and then I kind of sat back, okay, I can kind of see this, and I can see, well, maybe look at it a different way. And I... And so that's why I'm always hoping more people write into our paper and challenge us on these ideas and bring up various counterpoints because mm-hmm. that's I've always seen the editorial and opinion page as like a marketplace of ideas. Yeah, we do. I think in the time I've been here, I've probably withheld three or four letters mm-hmm. to the editor because they were very belligerent or racist in some ways, and I just said they're not going to fit. 
One, we actually couldn't verify that the person existed, which can be a problem sometimes too, because it might be signed with a fictitious name. And True. we don't print those. Yeah. If uh, a lot of times it does, I kind of, you can check through the email or go on to Erie County's real property track or tax transfer to find out who, that the person's real. Mm -hmm. um, we've had, like you said, Shell, uh, even recently we had some letter that it brought up some interesting points, but then you got concerned about something that was raised and we started looking at who the person is and we couldn't find it because it was um, mailed to us so we had no way to confirm it right no return address yeah when it gets to that point and we're not finding it we do withhold it if it's uh if it's someone we know in the community you know normally it's going to go in there but please i want i would love to see people responding to you know whether it's this editorial any editorial i'd like to see more on the reader's opinion pages i love that page in the paper because it's it's your page. You know, it's what you want to say, and you've got a voice in the community, and I, I'd, like to, I'd like to hear it. So we've had people who have been upset with uh, this very editorial, um, with the cartoons, the editorial cartoons, and people have canceled their subscriptions. That's, they're free to do so. But I guess, you know, as someone who's going to fight for the paper and try and cheerlead it on, I would say the opinion and editorial page is one section of the paper. We have a lot of other great content, I believe. It's a section they can also have a voice in. And then you have, you know, the rest of the paper, the actual rest of the paper itself, that's, we keep that free of the opinion aspect, as we do our best to avoid bias and such things. So that was, uh, yeah, write in. Let us know what you think about that. Send us a letter. Um, we've gotten handwritten letters. We get typed letters. They walk in and deliver letters. it. They mail it. <laughs> we even had one written on a napkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. we typed up. I prefer if you email it. That's a lot easier. But we will, <laughs> but, you know, yes. if you walk in and see. I, I, we had someone who wanted me to, they wanted to dictate one. And I was like, no, I, I got to draw the line somewhere. I'm not dictating your letter. Or we're not doing. But um, so feel free. And you can also call us or email us. We're going to take a brief break. And when we come back, I think this is a good point to then chat how we put the paper together a little bit and what we do. Sounds good. Excellent. So, hold on. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Adam. Why did the man name his dogs Rolex and Timex? I have no idea. Because they were watch dogs. <laughs> oh, these jokes are really dumb, and we can keep them coming, but if you would like to hear an even better joke, feel free to send sponsorship dollars our way. Your money will help us tell better jokes and continue this awesome podcast. To reach us, you can call 652 320 or email eanews at easteroarny.com. Thank you. Uh, welcome back. Hope you've enjoyed some of the music we've been playing in between these clips. Uh, I should say, again, this the music in the show this week and in the past weeks is Joe Cavaretta, a friend of mine. I've been just taking his music and intersplicing it in between the various parts of the show. Intersplicing. Do you like that? <laughs> that a word. I don't know. I kind of like the way it sounded. Splicing. Maybe inner isn't working. Yeah, spell check that. Yeah. If you are, again, an original artist or musician, feel free to send us your original songs. We just want original music, and we'll be happy to include it. Does it have to be original? I prefer that just because it would be... <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you have music, send it in. Hey, wait. But by the way, what day is today? What day? It's Wednesday. On? Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's not Tuesday. That means I've got 
seven more days. No, you don't have seven more days. You I know. Get... I have plenty of time. No, you can get started on production today. Yeah, so the topic we're looking at talking about now is production and how we handle getting the paper together. And normally when we, rec- when we record the podcast, it is Wednesday, the day after production has happened. Everyone is much more calm and relaxed and cheerful. We feel like we have a whole week. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and we do. We really <laughs> no, do. No, we really do. Stop. <laughs> this is why every Tuesday when I come in, I sit at my desk, I turn on my computer, and I open up all the files, and there's nothing there. It's like, come on. Adam comes sauntering in. Say, Adam, there's nothing in the folders yet. What about this week? This week, I think you had a ton of stuff ready for you when you walked in. And you weren't even here that Monday. Wait. You took a day off (laughs) on a Monday. (laughs) And when you came in, there was a lot of stuff. And I was up late. I was up early. I'd like you to define a lot. I believe there were four things from you. And I had five folders from Jane. That might be four more than last week, though. (laughs) <laughs> just don't multiply four times zero <laughs> Add. Tuesdays are they're busy from the minute you walk in the door until the minute you leave it's non-stop all right so i guess just for listeners out there um tuesday's the big day wednesday's the day we kind of recharge. come back together recharge and figure out start to plan for next week already if so you're... what's uh what do we have for next week uh, oh, we've we've got a doozy. It's going to be a good one. I like to surprise people. I like to surprise myself yeah. as far as what's going to happen. Uh, so I, the uh, weekly miracle. Yeah, the yeah. weekly miracle. So I work with these two. <laughs> That's always a joy. Wednesdays, uh, throughout the week, I'm getting emails from people. I'm getting calls from people. I'm thinking of the stories that we have. And Facebook messages. Yep. I guess it starts any time of the week looking for the stories and finding out what we're getting and then assigning who will tackle them. Shelly handles many of them. We also have some writers. Rick Oler is picking up a lot more for us now, which is great. Heather Hess is a freelancer. Um, we have Mark Jagord. So it's kind of doling it out, finding out who's going to tackle various things. I handle some of the local government, too, for East Aurora and the town of Aurora. Um, once I figure out who's doing a story and we've kind of got it there, then I'm also collecting a lot of the press releases and various community information things that are coming in. So library book sales. Community Merlo- picnics. Community picnics. Merlo Kiwanis Club. I know they send a lot in. So we get all these events and different ideas. And so throughout the week, it's kind of putting this together along with lately editing this great podcast, which I hope you enjoy. Wednesday, it's kind of getting everything online that happened already and putting it out on social media. But then we're slowly building towards that Tuesday again. It's always... I do like Tuesdays because we work really good as a team. Mm -hmm. I think that the three of us, maybe not you. That was a weird (laughs) Shelly, Shelly, I know, I'm sorry. Shelly and I work really well as a team and, (laughs) and we try and rein Adam in and... It works. Somehow it does. You know, Tuesdays aren't even the worst day. I feel like that is always set in stone. It's, Mm -hmm. we have to get the paper out. Mm -hmm. And that's well known. I think Mondays are actually worse. And it's not because it's a Monday. It's because everybody, like everything is due Monday. Now, when I say due, yeah, yeah, Shelly, I'm getting, I'm looking (laughs) at you right now. Some things may come in late Monday, early Tuesday. Tuesday morning. Yeah. 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 I mean, you want news, which is new. So in order for it to be new... That's a good argument. It is a bit rough on Tuesdays when I get everything from everyone. So we do have deadlines. They are set for most things Friday at 5 p.m. This includes social announcements, letters to the editor, um, news releases. But most people don't send anything in until (laughs) Monday by noon, I think. I've always just kind of taken it as that's how it is. I Letters to the editor... 
I take them later. I we do have the cutoff, so if there's just if there's space, the ones that come in last are put near the bottom as far as production goes. So there's preference given and timeliness. Some things you can't really take too late. Like the photos definitely have to be in on Monday. You can't email us a photo on Tuesday and have that run necessarily because they're all produced on Monday evenings. Correct. So we do. Yeah. Uh, Marty Wanglin will bring in his photos. Um, some of the other people who have them. Uh, so if you are sending in photos, please get them in early. Please get mm-hmm. in everything early. So yeah, I go through, I edit, uh, I take the stuff from our writers. So Shelly writes it up, has it in our shared folder. I go and look at it, edit it. It goes off to Chris where that's the real miracle. That's when that happens. <laughs> the miracle worker where I look at all the misspellings and I don't know, I like it. I like my job. It's, it's a lot of fun. I like the people I work with for the most part, Adam. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so production at the paper, that's a, a fun time for the most part. Does it start to get laid out right on Tuesday or are things ever laid out earlier? For the most part, because of the way everything comes in, mm-hmm. most things aren't ready to even go on the page until Tuesday. So everything pretty much starts. So kudos to the people that do put our paper together on Tuesday. My wife is a graphic designer, and when she hears how they have to put a whole paper together on eight hours without much chance, she just right. says that's crazy. And they usually start at around noonish, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Gives you a few hours in the morning to get some stories ready. and Yeah, they'll be working on it, putting it together. We review the pages. Once it's done, we actually print out each page for both the East Aurora Advertiser and the Elm Review. We hang it up. It's one last chance to look it over for... Uh, mistakes which I despise I hate when I make the mistakes and I don't catch something I kind of like it (laughs) it it makes me cringe because it's in print it's out there I can't fix it anymore oh I'm happy if we catch it before it goes to print yeah. But I like it if I can catch it that you missed it. Oh. That, that brings me joy. Like, oh, I got something <laughs> Christmas. Uh, I think it happens twice a year. So, yeah, we check the pages, then we upload them, send them to the Buffalo News, which prints our paper. And then Wednesday, we are back to the whole process again. Yep. And actually, in just a couple hours, the paper will be here. I'm... Even though it comes in everybody's mailboxes on Thursday, mm-hmm. it does arrive at the office on Wednesday. How do you guys feel about the whole weekly process? Does it ever feel like drudgery to you, like it's just the same thing, or do you enjoy it? I enjoy it. I mean, there are times, yeah, it seems a little much, but, you know, I like coming into work. I like my job. I like the people I work with, and I like being the hometown newspaper. I enjoy it, too, although my Tuesdays do run a bit differently because I am only working on this week's paper until about 1 o'clock, and then after lunch, I'm working on the following week's paper, generally. I miss that about being reporter. Yeah. I mean, I, I was having, I think even then, I was writing stories still on Tuesdays at times, so I, I should apologize to the past editors. It's changed a lot the way we put the paper together, though, from when I first started here what, 20 years ago to now. It's Did so they much... still have the linotype machines when you were starting? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but they way. did wax the papers with a stick. I'm what? Because, I don't know exactly how they did it, but they had a big thing of wax and a big stick that they would brush up and down on the paper. Was the paper still printed here when you started? No. No, the paper hasn't been printed in the advertiser building since the 70s, I think. Okay. I think that's that's that one picture we have in our hallway where they're pulling the printer out. Oh, okay. I thought that printer was coming into the building at that point. No, that's when they were taking it out. Oh, okay. It went to Leroy slash Leroy. I don't know. Oh, it's Leroy. It's Leroy. Leroy. I learned that from the bridge project because that's where our painter came from. How, how, did you always say Leroy, Chris? I don't. I don't even know anymore. Leroy. I don't think I've Good ever said Leroy. it. I think I always said Leroy, but I didn't know. I never said not Le- Leroy. I never said Leroy, but I thought I'd heard it's some people say it. It's the epitome of. Um, 
That's a, uh, that epitome story is for another day. No, I wanted to say no. It's no. especially good, though. Let's tell it. <laughs> no, that's for another day. We had day. a word of the day calendar. Wait, what are you doing? I just said I it's for going, another day. Yes, but I want to continue. I thought, am I the host? No, you're not. <laughs> okay, continue. We're a team. We, I had a word of the day calendar on my desk, and before anyone could pass my desk, they would have to use a word of a day in a sentence. One day, the word was epitome. And Adam walked by, and he looked at the word of the day, and he said... He used it in a sentence, but he said epitome, and he was dead serious. Because I was looking at it, <laughs> jumping in right now. When you look at the word and the way it was broken up as far as pronunciation, I just kind of was like, epitome. Mm, and the moment I said it, I looked at Chris, and I looked back at the word, and I knew what I had done. <laughs> this was about six years ago, and I still have that epitome calendar page saved in my office. Your mistakes are so fantastically large that we kind of focus on them. You brought up like one. <laughs> Do you want me to say more? No, no. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So production day. Production it's a lot days. of fun. Love it. I enjoy it. Like I said, Tuesday is actually the easier part because it's the known. We already, I already know what I have for the week. I know which mm -hmm. writers have said, oh, I can't get this in. I know which photographers have said oh I, I can't get that photo and the captions incorrect i know where i'm at and from there it's just putting that all together or the mm -hmm. little google chat i get from adam this story is not going in pull this story we're not doing this. <laughs> i already did it so our, our production days aren't as exciting as what they probably were going back 30 40 years i couldn't imagine no the i idea couldn't of like imagine moving letters yes to retype something yes. or even a typewriter mm -hmm. it's horrible mm-hmm I'm glad we're at the point we are at for the newspaper. Mm -hmm. Much easier. Mm -hmm. So it's not as interesting if you come in and visit. Feel free. You know, ride up. We have a bike rack. You can walk, bike over. It's an awesome bike rack. <laughs> it's an awesome bike rack. So you can check us out. We do have some old printing presses, you know, yeah. sitting around. And we still have all the letters, like drawers of letters downstairs from yeah. when they used to lay it out. Yeah, so feel free to stop on by. Mm -hmm. Anything else going on, crew? Well, we always have that hotline, 716-324-1816. You can leave a, note, a message there. It goes right to voicemail. Uh, looks like we're going to be ending this show. Oh, I have something. Um, the hometown Wait, newspaper. Wait, I just said we're going to be ending the show. I want to step in just one more time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the hometown newspaper. I pick out the hometown newspaper. I pick out the names that go on the front page every week. Oh, yeah. And you do need to be a subscriber to be the hometown newspaper of. But I just had someone send in a request and said their mother's 94th birthday is coming up and could you please be Aww, the hometown newspaper nice. and it's like yeah if she subscribes absolutely if you have a request you know send it in i'll get you on the front page very nice okay anything else now i think i'm done shelly i'm good well thanks for listening in the meantime do good be well bye Take me to see